It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Yes, sir, and welcome to another edition of a Prep Rally, the podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined today by Paul Boyd, Henry Apple, and Ricky Fires, and we have a special guest, the guru of the gridiron and the sultan of stats, Leland Barclay down in Fort Smith. Leland, how's the weather down there? A little hot down there today? It is hot and humid, and I love it. Me too. Exactly the way I love it. I'm, I, you, you know what? You. you know what I'm happy we're, about is there's no no rain. You today. walk out on a ball field and you don't even warm up, and you're already breaking a good sweat. As soon as you get out of that car, you're ready to rock and roll. You betcha. So ordinarily today on June the what is today June the ninth, this would be kind of a, a kickback kind of a day. But Henry <laughs> Apple has been hard at it since about noon today, compiling, looking, studying ciphering, like Ricky Fires would say, he's been ciphering, like Jethro Bodine would BR nine. No, no, that's alt plus alt equals alt. There you go. The Arkansas Activities Association has released, or Henry, have they released, or are we still, has it been released? It will be released later on today, the, but, you know. The reclassification numbers for the 22-24 sports and other, not just sports, one-act play, band, and all that cycle, and uh, Henry's been ciphering that for a while today. And, Henry, there are a few changes affecting some northwest Arkansas schools as well as those in the River Valley. Well, most definitely. Uh, I'll start with football first. Uh, the one that immediately grabs my attention is Prairie Grove, a Class 4A school for a number of years, will now move up to Class 5A in the next cycle and will more than likely be a part of the new 5A West Conference. Exactly. And I think we knew that this day was coming. We we had we knew that you know when Farmington made that move a, a few years back that Prairie Grove would not be far behind. And Pea Ridge, we, or, too. And yeah. Pea Ridge. We kind of thought Prairie Grove might make the move before Pea Ridge, but Pea Ridge jumped them a little bit, made that move. Uh, that last in the cycle that we're in now made that move. So this will be their second season in 5A. Now they'll be joined by Prairie Grove in 5A. And I tell you what, Henry, Gravit and Huntsville didn't miss it by much. We're talking uh, Huntsville missed it by seven students. Wow. From being a, having to go back up to uh, 5A. Gravit missed it by just <coughs> 10 students. There you go. That's not that far away. And, in fact, you know, when they get that byway done in there, expect Gravit to be right in 5A right in the next right in the 24-26 cycle. So, Leland, this means that the 5A West is going to be, I think you and I were talking about this, this is, makes it for a very nice, tight conference centrally in northwest Arkansas pretty much. Pretty much. So there's a couple of outliers out there in Moralton probably and, I'm, and Valonia, I'm guessing, will stay in. Uh, the mystery school we're not talking about right now that will be a surprise to people could be Shiloh Christian coming into the 5A West as well. We'll talk about that, how that's going to happen a little bit later. But uh, but Leland Alma now has a little bit more company um, in the 5A West with teams that, that are have you know more familiar names. You know, having covered that conference for, for a long time, it, it, it has always been known as really – half bus will travel. Yes. Uh, you know, Pulaski, uh, Oak Grove was in it for a while, yep. Searcy for a couple of years. I mean, it's just, uh, it's been a very, very, um, uh, I guess, well-traveled conference. So to see it kind of get like this is really, I mean, it's it's nice for us, and it's uh, 
like you were saying earlier, it, it was something we've kind of seen coming. I think these numbers and the more that you guys unpack these things uh, as your show goes on today, uh, it's just showing the continued growth, really, of Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, uh, you're right. And again, it's not a surprise because, you know, Pea Ridge, uh, you know, jumped up there. Uh, they get some of the runoff in Benton County. Uh, Farmington Prairie Grove and Washington County so it's uh, it's really not a surprise it was just really a matter of time I think and it's it's going to be great for us in our area because like you said Alma gets some company. Now what's going to be interesting is Dardanelle uh, a school that's seen some growth down there uh, in the in the more in the deeper in the river valley a little deeper than what we cover uh, is also going to make that move to the 5A West so it'll be interesting to see how that 5A West aligns once this season ends and we see where shallow Christian's going to fall. And for those of, for those listening to us, let me give you a real, just kind of a real quick little reason why shallow Christian's going to make that move. The schools in the state uh, had been given a proposal, Henry, six months ago, four months ago, a few months ago. It was about three months, three months ago. ago. We're, we're talking about in March, somewhere in that category. It's, it was, it's called the competitive balance uh, for, I guess, formula or, or, or whatever. Um, in which a the sc- private schools over a four year period they are assigned a point system based on Henry what am I looking at conference championships yeah uh, what you get uh, you get points for how successful you can be in a season for example a winning conference record will get you one point a state playoff or tournament win will get you two points. If you are in the state championship game and are the runner-up, you get three points, and state champion, you get four points. Four points. And then they compile it over a four-year span, and how many points you get during that span will determine everything. If you're above ten points, you go to dominant. That means you're going to go up a class. If you're from three to nine points, you're competitive. You can stay in the class you're in, but if you go below three points – then you're considered non-competitive, and you're allowed to drop down one down. classification. Yeah. Hey, let's take the two extremes, and this applies only private schools, right? That right. is correct. Okay. All right. Shiloh Christian, they're, they've been kind of down. You could see them in PA moving up, being classified as dominant. Now, there's another private school called Subiaco Academy. They are not dominant. No. So, theoretically, if they're still at the bottom of their league every year after four years, they could drop down a class? They could drop down to three. Now, the with the stipulation, you can't drop below your enrollment, enrollment class. class. Right. So they could easily drop to 3A and, and stay there for a while, and that would not be a problem. And, you know, I started counting the points uh, up last night when I found out this had passed. Uh, Boy, and Henry, play, not only did it pass, it overwhelmingly yes, passed. Yes, it was like 158 to 27. Yeah. It, yes. it, that blew my mind. But, you know – I'm going to look at right here. I can tell you right now, Pulaski Academy, Little Rock Christian, they're already gone to 6A. You can write that down. Good, they should. They've already got the – They have about 40 points. Yeah, (laughs) somewhere in that category. (laughs) Now, Shiloh Christian right now is on the bubble. They have nine points, and this fall will determine what they'll do next. Yeah. You know, know, and barring – a case where the, like the Houston Rockets yeah. and they tank their season to get Akeem Olajuwon, you know they're going to go to uh, five. Coach, they're not going to do that. Gonna they do they do got that. Eli coming back, exactly. and yeah, they're going to go up. Back. I mean, you know, they're they're most of their whole team's coming back. Okay, so 
Um, but that's you know, interesting. But you know, if you I like remember, it. if you remember right, if you remember this, guys, it was you know it's been a, a day or two since then. Paul, you might remember, and I know Henry probably does. After Shiloh Christian won the third straight state championship in Class 4A in 2010, they made a move to the 5A West for football and played in the 5A. Uh, not th- at that time when they made that move to 5A, it was all sports. You know, mm-hmm. it was everything. And they made that move to the 5A West for a couple of years. And their football program was competitive. Uh, baseball was quasi-competitive. They had a little trouble in the other sports. But we're talking under this competitive balance formula only a specific sport. sport. They're going to sp- only that sp- specific sport. So shallow Christian football, by, I mean, it's pretty much they're going to go to the 5A West. I mean, it, you know, it's it's right. I'm not saying it's a, a done deal, but I'm saying it's a done deal. You know, this yeah. is going to happen. Well, they uh, they have to have. He said, Henry had said, just winning a comp- make the make the playoffs and, and you get one point, yeah. and, and so done. you get to your ten. Yeah, right. so that's going to happen. But they won't go up in in basketball and in, in baseball and that kind of stuff. Although their baseball team's been pretty dominant, you know, so they could be looking at that as well. But by and large. You're going to have the private schools playing in one classification in one sport or maybe two, and then different classification for some of the other sports. So it's going to kind of be kind of a hodgepodge. And I was talking with Rusty Turner, my my boss, today about this. And you know, I don't I don't like this competitive balance thing. You know, I don't think you know I don't like it. But there's been so much complaining about how the private schools have dominated. You know, winning state championships. Harding, Harding Academy, for example, they're not they're going to go to four A. You know, that's going to happen with them mm-hmm. uh, in, fo- in football. So there's been a lot of complaining about that. There's, there's, no, w- there's no way to make everybody happy with private schools. There's just not. Would you agree to that, Leland? Well, I mean, we've, I, this is another one of those things that I think we've kind of seen uh, coming because, like you said, there's been grumblings about, you know, the dominance of, uh, you know, the private schools and how much they win. Uh, and even even the – you know, people will say advantages that they have, some of which, um, you know, are, are, is their own doings because yeah. of just, uh, you know, a lot of things. Right. But I think the tipping point or the, the icing on the cake really was this past December when 5A, 4A, and 3A all were won by private schools, private schools in correct. football. Correct. And then, and then even in 5A, you had the, the, the runner-up was also another private school. And PA and Little Rock Christian met three years in a row. Right. So there was more complaining this past year than I've ever heard, even though there's been some throughout the years. And, you know, the AAA has tried things like the multiplier, uh, just one classification. They've looked at other states, Louisiana a few years ago, um, um, the real good school, uh, Evangel Christian. uh, They even – elevated them to the state's largest classification a couple of years and they ended up winning it yeah, yeah. Uh, you look at what Oklahoma has done we've we've heard here about you know what they've done with the private schools uh, so there everybody has their opinion on that but I really think as far as Arkansas was concerned this past December was really the tipping point yeah. when we saw PA Shiloh Christian and Harding Academy win three of the six state, state championships. championships. Correct. Uh, Chip, I know you had your attitude, and, and I agree with you 100%. Quit whining, get better. That's, However, I know. I know. I, I'm a small-town guy, and I've seen this. I, I was covering uh, for the Democrat Gazette in the early days when Shiloh and, and Gus was here, and they'd rumble into a little bitty town and just whip them by 40, 60 points, and, I mean, just getting absolutely massacred. 
And I guarantee every little kid from Hartford, Arkansas, or whoever they was playing at the time, is from Hartford, Arkansas. I did an interview with that. And, and they're good people. I mean, I love the people at Shiloh Christian. But I did an interview just probably years ago when I was interviewing a Shiloh Christian kid. Instead of going to Springdale, I went about 15, 20 miles from the campus. So it was just different. Yeah. Well, I, I can see it both ways. You know, the, the only you know, fair way for the private schools would be for them to have their own classification. Well, and that, can't that just can't happen. There, there aren't enough. There just aren't enough schools. I mean, you can't have a conference with PA, Little Rock Christian, Harding, and, and Shiloh. I mean, that you know, you, you can't do that with four or five teams. You know, and and Catholic, you don't hear any really complaints about Little Rock Catholic or or Mount St. Mary's, and they're both private schools in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I like I said, you know, there's not any formula out there or any solution that's going to make everybody happy. There's just not, and um, and this is going to be convoluted and complicated, but. Um, Let's try it. But but I've been saying for years I would love to see Pulaski Academy in the same conference with Greenwood, and you know because I think as as a sports writer I think those would be phenomenal games, you know, and Absolutely. that's that's what I'm looking at. Is oh my gosh, you know I'd love to see have seen Kevin Kelly and, and Rick Jones go at it head to head on a regular basis, you know I'd love to see that. Yeah, and and another thing too, had this proposal not had passed. There was this bill waiting in the state legislature, yeah. and I'm sure they were going. Some people would have pushed it, and then we would have got state legislature involved in this. We and they don't that. need that. We they don't, don't need that. to be involved. Goodness they got other things to worry yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. So that's what's happening right now on this day. So Leland, uh, I don't want to steal Henry's thunder or anything here, but looking at the numbers from seven A and working our way down. Henry, we're not seeing going to see really much movement in seven A other than Paul's. Jonesboro, the Golden Hur- Hurricane. Golden, Golden Hurricane is going to come up to 7A, um, and that, that'll happen. So that's going to mean Eight. probably a, whatever the lo- smallest 7A school is now could would bump back down one. Is that Actually, it will not. What no. they'll do is we're waiting on Catholic because they are a private school. Their conference or classification won't be determined until After this the year. football season yeah. ends. Yeah. So what they have done, they have just moved Jonesboro up. There will be – Two eight-team conferences, and I could see this happening. You know, let's say Catholic is successful enough, and they are going to be seven A in football in the next cycle. Yeah, you could easily take. There would be seventeen teams in it. I could see Northside moving right back to the seven A West. Yeah, make it that. a nine-team nine. league. Let's do it. Let's do let's, it, Henry. Let's, let's put, put that in now. Go ahead and vote. I'm voting. Yeah, all hands say that. Let, let's yes, do that. Indeed. That's four zero. That's four zero vote. <laughs> Leland, was your hand up? Uh, I, I think I can speak for everybody in Fort Smith. <laughs> yes. That's Done. Five, five Yeah, there you go. 5 vote Northside into the 7A West if we had our say-so. All right, done. Um, so, so 6A then, Leland, I know you're more familiar with that. Greenwood stays where it is in 6A. Um, Sa- Solemn Springs in 6A. Van, uh, Van Buren in 6A. That's really made for a nice 6A West Conference. I like that. Henry, there's been a couple of schools that's moving up, at a, a, a.k.a. Greenbrier. Making that move up, yes. Springboro will move up to six A, as well as uh, one another school that Paul Boyd here is very familiar with. Green County Green Tech County will make the move the front from five A to six A, and then of course PA and Little Rock Christian are inevitably going to make that move to six A. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. So you could see easily see in that group two nine team conferences in there saying, "Oh, hey, that gives you." 
hey, you're going to have some open dates there. Right. Go play the other guys. Exactly, exactly. So Perfect. that 6A, not a lot of changes except for um, the inevitable PA and uh, Little Rock Christian going to 6A looking like. 5A, that's the conference that we're really going to love up here, specifically the 5A West. When you're looking at Henry, probably Dardanelle will come into that conference, wouldn't you think? You know, you could pr- easily see that, and I'm just going to off the top of my head on this, you could see Harrison, P. Ridge, Prairie Grove, Shiloh Christian, Alma, Clarksville, Dardanelle. Farmington. Farmington. Yeah. And uh, maybe Morrillton. Maybe Morrillton, although they could be more aligned with the Central, possibly. So that's going to be fun. Hey, could the you split that up in two divisions just for travel purposes? Well, you wouldn't for football, you know, because you're only no. traveling one yeah. a week. Because, and we're only talking football here. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and already. Other than Rick, yeah. other than Harrison, they're making the full-fledged move to 5A. They will not be in 4A in any sport <clears throat> Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're already cutting some travel off when you cut Greenbrier off yes. and Bologna off. Oh, that's yes. right. That's, that's 30, yeah. 40 yes. miles cutting off uh, – Travel right there, so that, that's pretty near yeah. to Cersei, isn't yeah. it? Now, yes. if if Dardanelle does come to the Five A West, that's a pretty good hike from Harrison down to Dardanelle, but that's the longest trip. It, it's only because they'll go straight down Highway Seven. Got gotcha. you. Uh, you're yep. talking about okay. 90, Henry, first of all, we don't go straight down Highway Seven anyway. Well, no. <laughs> I, I do because I grew up on that road. <laughs> I'm scared. There's roller road. coasters that don't yeah, have as many like moves that as that highway. That's does. right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, so that'll be fun. I, it's it's something we've talked about. We said at the first of the show we've talked about the five A West, and and it's 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 going to be Rick. Anytime you get Prairie Grove and Farmington back in the same conference, that that's good. That's a that's good benefit. Thing. We love it. You know what? And I live out towards that way. And years ago, when I first moved out there uh, towards Prairie Grove, you'd look over there and see goats and snakes and uh, cicadas, whatever. Now when you Cross that bridge over there heading to Prairie Grove, all you see is rooftops. Houses, houses. Because I knew this was coming. Man, I'm telling you. And then the 4A1, of course, will have a new look. Um, at Henry, you mentioned this when you and I were talking a while ago. Um, Ozark kind of left hanging out there with Dardanelle moving up to 5A. Ozark kind of hanging. Ozark could be a member of the 4A1, potentially. It, potentially, because you're going to see that. And because of Prairie Grove leaving, yeah. Shallow Christian now leaving. Yep. Uh, we have failed to mention this, but Lincoln will now move back up from back 3A to 4A, to 4A after oh, a two-year yeah. break. Yeah, so, are yeah. you kidding me? They're just loving being down in 3A. They had a successful sports uh, calendar year. Now, here's the thing, Rick. If wow. Ozark comes into 4A1, I get dibs on the games at Ozark to go get me some Rivertown barbecue. Oh, man. Hey, and you stand by that hillbilly afterwards? And, yes, and yes. And that'll, uh, I would that'll love clear Je- that I'd indigestion. Love nothing, I'd love nothing more than Jeremy Burns and, and Ozark being in the 4A1. Yes. I would love that if that happened. So, so, Leland, how do you see that shaping up, the 4A1? Well, I see me and Brennan and Walter and Harold uh, all taking dibs on that barbecue is what I see. It's all about the food, Cause, folks. Because you're right. That yeah. is a, uh, that's a definite plus for covering Ozark. And, and one of the things about this area is that, you know, Boonville was 4A for a long time. They lost the factory, so they've dropped down to 3A. Paris has been 3A. Charleston's 3A. So Ozark has kind of been in that that classification kind of by itself in this area. And they've kind of jumped back from conference to conference. So I I see the 4A1 being more of a natural fit for them. And and probably the travel is going to be much better too. Yes, yes. Um, But Ozarks are going to be competitive. You know, I I think anywhere that – 
Jeremy Burns coaches and yep. those hillbillies uh, play, they're going to be competitive. I love it, and I, I you know, I'd love nothing more. I love covering Ozark games. You know, their their coaches are the best. I love their fans. I love the environment when you go to Ozark to cover any kind of game. They're they're that's that is a town that they're like they're like the, they're like Prairie Grove. They're like Gravit. They're like Farmington. They they the kids are their lifeblood of that community. Four, four dice. If you're from that part, it's yes, country sir. too. Four yeah. dice. And the thing you love about there's nothing that screams Arkansas football more than the Ozark hillbillies. Yes, with the hillbilly mascot there. With you know what? I'm from and, the yeah. south myself, so I can say. Damn it! What I want about that? Uh, There's yep. nothing wrong with that. Nope. He got that gun. He shoots off. It's blanks. Right. But man, it, it'll it'll get you fired up it after will. a hillbilly touchdown. Oh, uh, Ted Darling down there. He he yes. uh, he does a great job with it. So that'll be interesting uh, to see. And hopefully, got my fingers crossed. I uh, got my fingers crossed on two things. I wish I wish Northside would come to the Seven A West. I wish that would have happened. And I wish that Ozark would come to the Four A One. I would I would love those two moves to happen. Now, as we're going down to the lower classes. Uh, Eight-man football. I know that's getting bigger and bigger. I've talked to some coaches couple last couple of years who were going down to eight-man, and they thought they would be sanctioned. We got any news on that? Or you have any idea about that? They're going to have a – from what I understand, they're going to have a state championship for 1A and 2A teams because there's going to be 16 teams that play eight-man football. Now – they just added one because Little Rock Hall will play this fall. For one season. For one season only. Uh, you have to understand, in Little Rock Hall's Caddy, they lost 300 students when the brand-new Little Rock Southwest, Southwest. came yeah. into play. You say, why did they lose 300 students? Well, at the time, Little Rock Hall was the only school who had English as a second language classes. Southwest now has them, so these students – that were originally in that school district has moved out. Now, also, Little Rock Hall is not a public school anymore. It's a STEAM school. A STEM school, which means oh. uh, all the students had to reapply. All the teachers had to reapply for admission in there. Even the administration had to reapply when uh, Hall went to the STEM status. It makes it kind of a private public, yeah, so to speak. Charter so school? I don't know. It's it's complicated. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated. more like medical so fields head. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Medical. It's a specialized school. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So their their attendance dropped around two seventy five, but however they appealed to the class, to the Arkansas Activities Association and said, "Hey, we've got some strong classes coming up. We would like to be a class four A school with projected attendance of." Uh, 400 students in grades 9 through 11. The AAA said, okay, that sounds good. We will make you a class 4A school. And that did not set well with the <laughs> with the boys' basketball 4A teams in the rest of the state because Little Rock Hall oh, will be very oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> well, and you were we were talking about Jonesboro and the Golden Hurricane. What about boys' basketball in class 7A oh, now? Oh, boy, it's going to be fantastic. Yes. I mean, if it wasn't yeah. already fantastic, it's going to yeah. be – is this a word, fantastiker? Yes. It's going to be fantastic. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. State tournament will be something. Hey, Absolutely. even when the Jonesboro is winning 6A state champ, I said, man, they're just as good or better than yes. the 7A team. Yeah. So I yes. like that a lot. And, you know, that's what we like, and I know that's what, Leland, I'm speaking for you too. That's We want to see the best teams play each other. Yes. You know, I mean, that that's what we love. Absolutely. So, Leland, what other insights you got for us? Any other intel going on? Well, I've kept up with the eight-man quite a bit the last couple of years. Of course, you know, Subiaco Academy went to eight-man two years ago. They right. were 
you know, they had uh, a lot of success last year. I talked to Coach Barry a couple of times, and they were loving eight-man because they were loving uh, being competitive again, yes. which oh. they had not been in a long time. Yes. Uh, and, and like Henry said, there's, there's going to be 16 teams playing for uh, two state championships in eight-man. There are five schools that will not be eligible for those championships because they are larger schools, which includes Episcopal, and it includes Little Rock Hall. Because the larger schools are not going to be allowed to compete with the smaller schools for the sanctioned uh, playoffs and championships because they're just too big. And, you know, a school could at any point say, hey, we want to play eight-man. Yeah. And go down now and everybody on... to this point that has done it has done it for legitimate reasons, yes. and and Little Rock Hall has reclassified or I guess recategorized their school code, so they are really and truly a brand new school. They yeah. are a STEAM school, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, well, and so out. that's why they are going to be playing eight man this year, mainly because they only have 13 players yeah, left football. Uh, that yeah. want to play football. And that's yeah. why they're going to be playing eight man this year. They have larger, a larger class coming up and they will go back to playing 11 man this year. Uh, like you guys said, they kind of petitioned the, uh, the, the Arkansas activities association to play eight man this year, because otherwise with 13 players, they wouldn't have even played at all. Yeah. I th- and we also need to give props here, too. Decatur is the school that pushed for eight-man football several years ago. They, you know, they were one of those among the many, many small schools that by the time they got to week five, six, seven, eight, nine, they were depleted. They had 10, 11, you know, not 10, but 12, 13, 14 players and, and you know, were just getting trounced and, and kids getting hurt. And they, made, they were the yeah. ones who pushed for this. And uh, it's continued to grow um, a little bit at a time, uh, schools are seeing this as a viable, you know, option to give kids an opportunity to play a brand of football that fits the size of their school, and uh, and that anytime we can do that, I'm all for that. All for kids getting to play. Absolutely, I kind of what you turn back clock a few years ago uh, when Hartford, I guess they um, the the hustlers, yep. and they had basically shut down, a, and the kids who wanted to still play football had to go up to uh, what's the other school. Hack it, yeah. So maybe, but you know, it. Uh, we passed that, and I hope it all works out for the eight man league. Me too, me too. Well, Leland, we're going to let you go now. I know you got things going on down there. We do too. We're going to have to wrap today's show up, but we will uh, have you back on here certainly in the next couple of weeks as we continue to talk talk about team football camps going on. We got Alma seven on seven. Leland, are you going to that this uh, this weekend? Absolutely, and then even, I didn't know this, but Greenbrier has one tomorrow, so there's, uh, as odd as it is, and like you mentioned the weather before, and it being June, uh, there's still a lot of football going on. Good deal. We may have you back on next week to kind of give us a little recap of the Alma 7-on-7. I always enjoy it. Good deal. So that was Leland Barclay down in Fort Smith. Uh, We're talking AAA numbers today, and we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. Henry, you got anything else you want to add for us for for the reclass show? Uh, basically, let's. Uh, I know a lot of it has been spent on football, but you know we go to the other sports. We've already mentioned Harrison will go to 5A next year as a result of what has happened. They will be the next smallest Class 5A school in that uh, district. Waldron, in our coverage area, in the far south part of our coverage area, they will be moving up to Class 4A next year. 
and here they probably would slide down in the conference with maybe an Ashdown and a you think or Mina for sure. Yeah, it, that's yeah. a possibility. You know, it's it's going to be, you know, of course, it's not really a secret. You know that I help with the Arkansas Activities Association toward the conference alignment. So right. I've, I've done it. This will be my third cycle of doing it. You know, I'll get these things out and start putting them on maps and then start drawing. Okay, where's get Google Maps and you know, what's the shortest distance, but that's a possibility, yeah. you know, uh, it's going to see how all these things start shaking around. Uh, Henry, one, one school too that I was kind of wondering about was Lamar. Did they stay in 4A or did they drop back down to 3A? Do you? Football, they will be, let me look at my numbers here real quick. That was the one school I, I didn't, I know Clarksville stays in 5A football. And, right. And, uh, Clarks, uh, Lamar will be class 4A in football. Staying in football. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, okay. And so will Elkins. So okay. they're they're in that group right there. Uh, in basketball or in other sports, they will be they are categorized as the third largest three A school. Lamar. Okay. So okay. All uh, right. And right behind them is Elkins. So, uh, but the other one, uh, interesting. We have not seen this school really have much sports, uh, you know, since it's built, but. Uh, Haas Hall Springdale. Springdale, okay. The the Springdale version of Haas Hall will be a Class 2A school okay. in the next cycle. And I saw this, and because they're bumping up the Class 2A, they're going to knock Alpena back to 1A. Back to 1A, okay. So okay. that was one of them that just caught my eye real quick. And uh, the, the other good one here, you know, uh, Danville and Lavaca, team schools that are so close. Well, Danville has 188. So in other sports, they're going to be a 3A school. Uh, Lavaca's at 187, and they'll be the largest 2A school along with wow. Mansfield. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up today's show, and we will have uh, all of this broken down in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. So be sure and grab copies of that uh, to, for Thursday as well as moving on into the weekend. We'll probably have several stories on this as we continue to break down these numbers and, and, uh, and how, the, how the conferences could shape up. Paul, anything to add? Add a little. Uh, I was just going to say, going to go see a little team camp myself in the next couple of days. Rogers, the uh, girls' basketball team camp at Rogers High School next couple of days. Fantastic. Fay- Fayetteville, Greenwood, Bentonville, some really good teams. Good, uh, good, so good. It's, it's, I've been going and working out at the uh, – Henry, you'll appreciate this. I've been going and working out at the Springdale Rec Center a couple of days a week, and I've seen Jada Brown there every day working on her game, uh, driving, I guess, driving down from Bentonville, uh, working on her game. So – um, she'll be ready to go. She has uh, some big shoes to fill about that big. Miriam Dowdas, however, however big her shoes yeah, are. Put her, put her on stilts. Yeah, ex- absolutely. So she's been working. So she's not taking the summer off. She's she putting in that work. Rick, what you got? Anything else? I'd just say, you know, I think by far this is our most informative show, and it's mostly due because – we shut the hell up and let Henry and Leland do the talking. Exactly. That's exactly. what I think. That's the best way. That's, yes. that's the best formula right there. So that's it for this week's edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. We'll be back next week. We already talked to Leland, said he'll come back and give us a little intel on the Alma 7-on-7. we got also Solemn Springs. It's going to be hosting a 7-on-7 competition here uh, next week. Um, so they'll have a tournament. And then, of course, the big one coming up in July, the Southwest Elite 7-on-7 over at Shiloh Christian. We'll also maybe try to get Jeff Conway in next week if we can to talk about Shiloh and the possible move to 5A. So I'm Chip Sousa for Paul Boyd, Henry Apple, and Rick Fires, and for Leland Barclay down in Fort Smith today. Thanks for listening to Prep Right of the Podcast, and we'll catch you next week. 
The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.